Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Handcammer School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. I just Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, so happy to have you today. Lots to, uh, lots to get to, and not the least of which is our Schmaltz's trivia question. We will do that pretty quickly here, so start gathering around. You want to put your baseball thinking cap on for uh, today's, uh, today's Schmaltz's trivia question where you can get some of the great, uh, one of the greatest sandwiches in all of Central Texas. It is Schmaltz's. Busy day. Um, we get one night off from the World Series. Uh, Astros were able to tie that thing up, and you kind of felt like they would. In fact, it, it, it seemed like the, uh, the Braves did what they set out to do in getting a split. Um, and, uh, but now Houston does not have a problem winning on the road. That is not like a huge issue with them. Even now with the the crowds being what they are, they, they actually perform pretty well. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, that, that uh, series will pick up again tomorrow night. And uh, we'll get that thing going and see where it goes. In the meantime, we do have a Thursday night football matchup. Aaron, um, sometimes... We, you know, we, we just kind of get those Thursday night where you're like, you know, it's it's football. I mean, you know, it's uh, a few weeks ago, I think Jacksonville was on. It's like, well, we can watch Trevor. I mean, you know, it's 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 worth at least turning on just to kind of see what's going on. And then occasionally you get one of these matchups that we didn't know was going to be a monster. And uh, that is what's happened with Packers versus Cardinals Thursday night football, and uh, news uh, uh, coming uh, earlier that uh, Devontae Adams will not clear COVID-19 protocols by tonight and is out versus the Cardinals, okay? So that is, he did not travel, uh, so this was the likely outcome. I think some were hoping maybe they could get him on into town and he'd be able to go, but uh, the Cardinals have won three straight games against the Packers, believe it or not in four of their previous five matchups. Uh, this features the teams with the two longest active winning streaks in the NFL right now. Cardinals at seven, Packers at six. So combined uh, record of 13-1 and one this season. So that's the highest combined winning percentage for a Thursday game in October or later of the Super Bowl era. Now, let's not act like we've been playing Thursday night games forever, okay? This is a relatively new development. But that still kind of gives us a little something. And um, Aaron Rodgers, for all his greatness, Aaron, Aaron Sexton, I thought you would like this. He's 2-4 and four in six career starts against Arizona with 2-2 two and two in the regular season 
0-2 postseason. I mean, who would have ever thought? Aaron Rodgers, as great as he's been. Now, I suppose you would say to me, Aaron, that, well, Rodgers is not great in the postseason. Well, again, we can always have that argument. Uh, part of my argument always is that he's he gets there. And I think that's 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 a big part of the constantly putting yourself in a position where you are uh, where you're playing for it. So I uh, I tend to give cut him some slack on that. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Sexton, do you have any fantasy players involved in this game? And are you excited about this Thursday night matchup? I am excited and. Uh... I do not have any fantasy players involved in the game. I thought I may. Um, I picked up Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the uh, receiver for Green Bay, but uh, along with Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, uh, he has also been ruled out. Uh, Adams and Lazard because of COVID, and uh, Scantling uh, still is on injured reserve um, because of a hamstring injury he suffered earlier in the year. So Green Bay will be without their top three receivers. Do you ever, um, Aaron, kind of think to, you know, like we'll be at that stadium on Saturday with a packed house and, and uh, we'll, you know, the, the, the Cowboys games, obviously against uh, the Vikings, will be packed to the gills. Isn't it weird that in that environment, and let's not act like everybody at, at uh, uh, you know, out at the game Saturday, nobody's going to be masked up. We'll just all be out there. I think the you know last year we did put some masks on, but even in the press box, I mean, maybe it's recommended, but I don't see people wearing you know masks or anything like that. It it it's odd, isn't it, Aaron, to find out that players are still missing games because of COVID. I mean, we know it's still out there. I mean, it's not like we don't aren't aware of that, but it just seems odd that in a lot of ways the whole world has moved on despite the the staggering number of deaths from COVID. And we've all sort of moved on with our sports lives especially. And yet players, big-time players, are still missing games. Now, I, I, I wanted you – this was uh, on Thursday night. I had this thought today, so I looked it up, Aaron. I know you're going to be shocked at all this research I've done today. I feel like I've seen Aaron play a lot on Thursdays. In fact, I remember covering one of his games, oh, I don't know, 2008 or nine, you know, sometime around there, maybe it was 10, whenever he had taken over for Favre. And I remember seeing him on Thursday night when, when the Packers were actually really good. I remember also some great Favre battles with the Cowboys. I mean, even when you go back to the 90s to uh, NFC title games. But anyway, in 12 career Thursday night starts, Rodgers is 8-4. and four. Now listen to this one, Aaron. 27 passing touchdowns, 5 interceptions, and a 105.5 passer rating. You think this, might, this man minds playing on Thursday nights? I think he likes it. I think he likes to get out there. Now, since the start of the 2019 season, the Packers have won all six games they've played without Devontae Adams. I find that very strange. I, 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 I came across that today, and I, and I found that to be an odd, odd stat. 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. So, I, you know, the gambling, our gambling people are out there right now, Aaron, and they're just kind of jotting all this stuff down. 
what's Mosley talking about now? Oh, we're going to get that down. Okay, we're going to be there. Now, this is something I want to tell you because some of you like trends and you like to see kind of what happens on Thursday nights. The Cardinals are 0-4 in their previous four Thursday night games. 0-4 in their previous four Thursday night games. Now, sometimes the NFL will be kind and let teams have the bye week off before those Thursday night games. Sometimes they don't. I believe the Cardinals did play on Sunday because they got another win. I'm trying to think. I think the Packers did too. You know, they don't want one team to not have to play and one team to play. I believe both teams are coming off Sundays uh, in which they played. One more number for you. The Cardinals have scored 30-plus points in six of their seven games. Six of their seven games, they've scored 30 points. I One of the things that really surprised me today is I also was looking up, because I was writing a story for, uh, for Fox. I write some columns now for FoxSports.com. Aaron, I think I told you. I don't know if I've told our audience. So I, I probably ought to do that right now. You can read some of my work on the Cowboys in the NFL on FoxSports.com. And this is a uh, recent development. And I used to write for them. And then, Aaron, one day they decided, well, we think videos. We'll save money on writers and just show a bunch of videos. And then they have new people there now, and they say, wait, we think writers are good. So now I'm back to writing for FoxSports.com. So I'll have, um, I'll have a lot of Cowboy stuff. My latest story will be on Dak and kind of how I think they're going to manage him. And today at 520, we'll get into a lot of Dak, like where I think this is headed, do I think he's going to play, and how do I think they'll manage this injury. I think you'll be interested in all of that. And uh, it, 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 what I share with you may be not exactly what you're reading every, everywhere else. I'll just leave it at that. Um, one more number, Aaron. I mean, I, I, this, is the, this is the kind of research I've tried to do for everybody today. The number is 100. That is the number Arizona has converted 100% of its fourth down attempts. Now, they're not quite as prolific as Mike McCarthy or Dave Aranda at going for it on fourth down, but they are five for five this season. When you have a quarterback with speed, I believe it gives you the, the you know, even more. And that's the reason the Ravens love to go for it. Used to be why I think McCarthy and, and Garrett used to like to go for it because I think they believe that um, Dak was all up for that. Now, right now, Dak is not um, running as much. But I think having a running quarterback, the one thing that's really surprised me about Kyler Murray this year, I've always thought of him as a not the most accurate passer. But I was looking up some numbers. Dak is right now completing 73% of his passes. That's a great number. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that in the world. Kyler Murray is up there around like 74. That's a huge number. For the longest time in the NFL, the number was 60 or above, you're doing okay. And then it's 65 ended up being a really nice number. It's still a fine number, but I think 70 now is the gold standard. 
And when like Aaron Rodgers wins an MVP or or you see somebody put up great numbers like Brady has been doing lately, the number the the uh, the benchmark is seventy or above is is thought to be brilliance. Now part of that is how many yards per attempt? How many yards per attempt? YPA is an enormous number, and um, and Dak Rodgers and Kyler Murray are doing just fine in that category. In fact, I looked at Dax, and I want to say it was like 8.5, and that's a good number. There are people over 9, but a yards per average attempt, a, a really good number is 8 or above, and Dax up there at like 8.5 right now. All right, Aaron, are you ready for our people to participate in the Schmaltz's Trivia Contest? Yes. All right, I have come up. Now, Aaron, I usually like to let you do this because I just kind of like to see what you come up with. But because it's the World Series, I decided to dig in and come up with a World Series trivia question. The winner of this will get two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Uh, I mean, just I don't think you have to use them at the same time. You don't have to walk in there and get two. But you can use them for one sitting and then and then go back in there and do it again and I love their sandwiches. I love the taste. I love the sauces they put on there. And I really love the quality of the meat. Um, Also, ask for the jalapeno bread. They don't always have it. They had it recently. Sometimes they'll get it back out. Just say, Mosley told me to ask for the jalapeno bread. All right? And then Nelson Rue will say, well, Mosley needs to keep his mouth shut. All right. Um, A lot of people have said that over the years. In 1984... Who became the first manager to win a World Series with teams from both leagues? Okay? 1984. That would be the American League and the National League. Who became the first manager to win a World Series with teams from both leagues? Now, just a hint. This manager did it in the National League first. And then he did it in the American League. The first response, and people right now are Googling, the first response at 254-662-1660. I'll repeat that. 254-662-1660. The first response wins those two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. And Schmaltz just uh, re-signed with us because... Well, in fact, uh, Friday, I believe, uh, I'm hoping before I uh, go over to Common Grounds, I'll, I'll be stopping by for a sandwich at Schmaltz's, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, Aaron, if you, want to, uh, if you want to meet me for that, I would share one of my coupons. In fact, you're going to have to bring the coupons. <laughs> All right, Aaron, do we have a winner yet, or are people still chiming in? Uh, we have First of all... Oh, good. I was going to say, I don't know if I gave you the winner. But I, f- I feel like, Aaron, you were able to maybe base it off some of the answers, the, what, the, uh, what the correct answer was. You may have known it off the top of your head. Um, Aaron, tell us, tell us the name of the person who won. Oh, we may be, we may be checking that as we speak. Aaron. Yeah, I was on the phone. Um, it no, was okay. uh, 
It was uh, Guy Coleman was our winner, and I didn't need to Google it. I already knew the answer. So. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Eric. I'm a oh, trivia. I, I'm. I'm. Are you a trivia buff? I'm a trivia expert. Yeah. I, pop culture and, and sports, especially, I'm pr- I'm pretty, pretty nice. Pretty tough to beat. Not bragging, well, but I just uh, funny. It's I funny. Uh, I remember a lot of generally useless information. <laughs> <laughs> and the All answer right. is Sparky Anderson, by the way, for for our listening audience. Sparky Anderson, who basically looked like he was 65 his entire life, whether he was winning uh, World Series with the uh, with the Big Red Machine in the 70s, or whether he did it with the uh, Detroit Tigers in '84, he looked the same. The white hair and the man, much like Jim Leland. I feel like Sparky liked a good cigarette. Those managers from the 70s and 80s loved, loved to have a cigarette. uh, Baseball was a big cigarette thing. Now, maybe maybe NBA, but for whatever reason, I kind of remember baseball players having a puff, you know, like over in the dugout. They would do that from time to time. So Sparky Anderson uh, is the correct uh, answer. And uh, who'd you say, Guy? Did you say his name was Guy who won that? Yes. Okay. Guy, we appreciate you. Appreciate you playing. We love winners. And uh, Aaron will tell you how to pick up your two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's, my favorite sandwich shop in all of Texas. I like the downtown location because it's just kind of fun, and I just think it's kind of old-school seeming. I just love where it's located. But then the one out in Valley Mills for a lot of people is more convenient. So go to either one, and and they'll give you your free sandwiches. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton, noted trivia enthusiast, (laughs) alongside for the rest of the day. We'll go all the way till 6 o'clock. A reminder, you can always hear our morning show, our new morning show. It's called Game Time. It's from 7 to 9 a.m., and um, that features Tom Barfield and Ward Weitz. Okay, so... Wake up with them. Drive home with us. I hope you're already leaving work. This would be a good time just to slip out. And then you can listen to the rest of the show on your way home. What do you think is the average commute in Central Texas? Aaron, if, if somebody were going to guess that on the uh, text line, 254-662-1660, I'm going to guess 12 minutes. The average commute. But with this traffic, I think it's gone up. With the 35 construction I fear it's gone up to about 20 minutes. The average commute in all of Central Texas, I'm going to say, well, you got some people who are going to Temple and then coming home or working in Waco and going back to Temple. I, I, okay, I'm going to change that. I'm going to, cha- I'm going to say the average commute time is 27 minutes. All right? Aaron, what is your commute time? Uh, about f- eight minutes. Eight one uh, uh, eight one way is eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. it's not it's not very far at all. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I may may just head over there Friday to the house after the show. We'll kind of see. I just want to check that out. Check the commute out. That's good. That's good, Aaron. Okay, it is uh, the Mosley Show. We're going to continue on today. Is Thursday, and we got a lot planned for you. If you are into Baylor football recruiting. You should, you should stick around for this next segment. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very breezy. Low temperatures fall to around 50 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. Another breezy day with a high of 71. And on Saturday, mostly sunny skies. Just a little bit warmer with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Bears are back in action and back in Big 12 play this Saturday, hosting the Texas Longhorns in Waco. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff. It's the Bears and the Longhorns this Saturday. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler. Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family-owned since 1962, Brick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I've walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Astros even the World Series with the Braves when the bats woke up. Stroves beat the Braves 7-2. The series now heads to Atlanta tomorrow night for Game 3. Ed O says the LSU Tigers called off practice yesterday because not enough players due to injury. The Tigers, who are open this week, have also called off a scrimmage for today. Dallas Cowboys are still hopeful that Dak Prescott will be ready for Sunday's game with the Vikings. Two games in college football tonight. Troy is at number 24, Coastal Carolina, and South Florida at East Carolina. Both kick off at 6.30. High school football tonight from Leo Buckley and Colleen. Belton taking on Shoemaker. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show. Come out and see us tomorrow, 4 to 6, at Common Grounds. And a lot of friends are going to show up. We'll be out on the uh, oh, on the patio. I think we'll have the PA system rocking. Some of the uh, some folks will be out there trying to study, wondering what they've, what they've uh, stepped into. But it will be the Mosley show live from Common Grounds. That's the Baylor campus location. And I know Stephen Simcox, my longtime producer, is going to come by and say hi. Um, Kevin Gall from Baylor, uh, Director of Strategy, Vice President, Senior Director of Strategy. And then Garrett Ross, I'm going to put him on the spot right now. Garrett, I think Garrett needs to, to run by us, too. Garrett's a longtime member of the ESPN Central Texas family and a man who uh, I've been bumping into in the Baylor uh, uh, in the uh, press box out there at McLean Stadium. And, uh, oh, good. And Garrett's standing by as we speak. Garrett, I got to tell you, uh, I was just giving you a rousing uh, introduction there. I got to say, the um, this Baylor, uh, I was worried a minute ago. Like, I, I looked and Baylor was trending. Like, and I thought, uh-huh. oh, no, what does this mean? Like, is something, and, and from what I could tell, it's just a lot of Baylor, Texas, going back and forth, but I thought you'd like this one. Somebody okay. on Twitter, okay, I'm going to give you this one. At, let's see who this is. Let's see what he says about himself. Uh, co-host, I don't know, Between Two Bears. Do we know who this is? Is that like I know, a, yes, yeah, I'm familiar uh, with him. Okay, okay. He says football, men's basketball and women's basketball, Big 12 titles since Texas lost to Alabama in the national championship game, that would have been the 2009 season, 2010 calendar year. Baylor has 23 of those. Texas has one. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. That is, that is stomping on the Longhorns. Now, uh, before we get into some of these recruits, Garrett, because I'm excited you follow this recruiting very closely. And uh, you've done some really good work for 24-7. And, uh, and you know, I get your buddy Longquist on sometimes from Rivals. So I love talking about that. But let me just ask you this. Do you, are you concerned that Baylor's about to get the full game treatment from the Longhorns? This does not I mean, seem like a true 4-3 and three team to me. No, they're really not. I think Texas is a really good football team. Um, I've been really impressed with what Coach Sark has been able to do in such a short amount of time. Um, I know they're they're getting some players back this week. I believe Demarion Overshone is going to be back for them as well, uh, which will help them on their defense. But yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun game. 
Um, I, I'm kind of concerned after watching last week against BYU, Riley Tejada kind of got exposed a little bit. Um, so I kind of feel like early on in the game, Texas will try him. Um, but overall, if they can really slow down Bijan Robinson, I think that's going to be the, the biggest key to th- this game is if you can slow down Bijan. And I feel like the defense is ready to step up and do that. Um, you know, you've already gone up against Brees Hall, uh, Jalen Warren. So you've seen a couple of really good backs early on in the season. So I think that's going to help them be prepared uh, heading into this game with Texas. I mean, I'm hoping Bijan just doesn't have anything left. I mean, they give this man about 30 touches a game, you know, and and, uh, Patterson, of course, protects his running backs. The great Gary Patterson, who, by the way, my new producer is not a Patterson fan. Uh, And, yeah, 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 Aaron uh, Sexton. (laughs) And it's really starting to bother me. I mean, he's been very public about it. And uh, and on top of that, Simcox is out there doing podcasts saying it's time for a new coach. I mean, yeah, what has yeah. happened? I mean, it's very I think, frustrating. I, I think his his time might have has run out up there. I mean, he's had a really good run uh, throughout the years. I think once they stepped into the Big Twelve, they were expecting to take you know another leap forward, and that really hasn't happened. They've kind of stalled out. You know, they've had a couple of good years, but. Overall, as a program, I think they got more attention, more spotlight by not being in a big conference. I mean, going back to Andy Dalton and them in the Rose Bowl. Uh, but that, I think that's really it. They, they really haven't taken that next step with Patterson once joining the league. And when you see programs like Baylor who have had coaching changes, you know, and they've gone down and they've picked right back up. They're, they're constantly in the mix. Um, I think that's kind of weighing on uh, Patterson up there. And it probably doesn't help anything when you spend the offseason making mm-hmm. – Country albums that people are, you know, and that's okay. Okay, that's he debuts those things on my show, and let's not let's not beat up on Gary. Those are good songs, and he, I, I think his country music career is uh, has really taken wings. Now he's going to take let's, a step back with it. Let, <laughs> that's one of his better songs. Take a step back. Um, okay, I I want to hear, and this is what people. That's why they pay you the big bucks. I want I want I want about two or three of these names that you think are going to show up for and I'm talking about big time Baylor recruits and it could be mm-hmm. 2023, 22, 24, even 25, it doesn't matter to me. Um but give me a few of the the players that are going to are going to show up at this thing because I I think a lot of people are kind of hoping Baylor can cash in on this right. surprising success this season? No, I mean, yeah, you definitely have a handful. Um, and, you know, when, traditionally when you look at Baylor's roster, a lot of the time it's made up of three-star guys that they just develop, right? And they let them get older and they develop. Um, but I think that a four-star to keep an eye on is Christian Brathwaite. He's a 2023 linebacker um, out of Cy Ranch down by the Houston area. And Baylor's had success recruiting Cy Ranch in the past. Uh, he's 6'1", 225. He has five offers. That include Tennessee, Cal, and Colorado. Um, I think he's kind of getting overlooked. He's super talented. I think his skill set would make it easy for him to transition uh, into what Baylor does defensively. Another guy that I really like uh, from up in the Metroplex is Trey Wilson. He's a 2023 linebacker from uh, Lakeview Centennial. Uh, he's got 12 offers, including Oklahoma State, Michigan, Arkansas. Uh, he's another one of them that I think that would be really good to bring in. He's already got that big frame. Um, and then, like a guy like Tayshawn Wilson uh, from Maid Creek, uh, he's a cornerback. This kid's got 30 tackles on the season, a block, uh, two block field goals. 
Uh, he's also got um, offers from Texas and Houston. So keep an eye on them. There's a couple of local kids, too, that are going to be in the house that I'm really excited about. And one of them is Jaden Chapman, Matt. He's a, a three-star offensive lineman down at Harker Heights. And this is a kid whose stock has been rising over the past couple of months. And I expect to see him jump to a four-star, um, definitely going into next year. And he could probably reach a five-star. He's super talented, 6'4", 286 pounds. He's got offers from Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Tech. Uh, but in your own backyard, watch out for Trey Wisner. He's the running back at Conley. He's a 2023 kid. He's a four-star back. He's 5'11", 180 pounds. He's got 18 offers. He can do everything. He's got great hands out of the backfield. And Oklahoma's really hot on him right now. Texas and Baylor are in the mix uh, trying to get that as well. So keep an eye on him. And then Darian Gillette. Uh, this is a 2023 three-star linebacker from Marlin. Uh, he's got five offers, including Texas, Texas A&M, TCU. But what's intriguing about Gillette, I went and watched him a couple weeks back for their homecoming. He leads the team in receiving. He's got 939 receiving yards and eight touchdowns. They use him in the field of uh, the backfield. They use him all over. So when you sit and watch the success that Dylan Doyle had up, uh, the other night against BYU, you know, coming in and, and getting those touchdowns um, out of, at the uh, fullback position, I think Gillette is somebody with that experience, uh, the soft hands, just the playmaking ability, that if he was to come to Baylor and get in that system, that he could be used in a similar situation. Well, I like that. Now, see, I hope people are out there taking notes. Marlon was involved. I believe Conley came up. Um, and then you came to the Metroplex for one of these players. I also wanted to add to that some information you may not be aware of, Garrett. Uh, Garrett Ross joining us, longtime family member here at ESPN Central Texas, now covers <clears throat> some uh, Belton, Lake, that Lake Belton program out there, doing a really nice job for mm-hmm. that Belton newspaper. Uh, and so uh, – Harker Heights, I believe I saw this uh, when I last time I went through there. They've got now a Tasian Cajun, like uh, like Robinson has. Yeah, now Robinson has one kind of right out on that water. I love a I love a restaurant. In fact, I've got to get out to that one in Belton called I think it's called like Dead Fish. Oh, that's Dead good. F- yeah, that's legit. Okay, Dead Fish Grill. yeah, I, I got a Dead Fish Grill. I got to take a peek out there. Anything that's connected uh, to to a body of water. I get excited about. So Tajian Cajun has now, from what I recall, has gone in in Harker Heights. So let's keep our eye on that. Those are good names, and uh, we will uh, we'll keep our eye out for them. And then, um, Garrett, here's what I want you to do. When we walk out of the, the press box Saturday, I want you to kind of introduce me to some of these uh, young men. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say hello to them, and, and we'll, uh, we'll kind of welcome them into the fold, and hopefully I can help some of these guys end up in Waco. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think you got a good sales pitch. Uh, you put yeah. you on the front lines, and we'll, we'll we'll seek some of these deals together. I'm very unbiased as I as <laughs> yeah. I sit here in this uh, the Baylor hoodie that that I have on. Don't don't tell anybody. You know, we hey. work for people that are very very serious about this. You cannot <laughs> you cannot be partial to these places. What are you going to so say? I'm, I'm curious, Matt. You're being the the big Baylor guy. You are obviously your dad played at Baylor. You have a long lineage there yeah when you think of this matchup this this baylor in texas what is one moment what like is there a go-to moment that stands out uh, in your lifetime well i remember watching I, i'm trying to think i don't think i was there they they went about 50 years without beating 
um, Texas in Austin. I mean, literally forever. It was like, let's say, since the 19, 1950s all the way until, like, 1989. And they that team, and I think they had Robert Blackman and maybe James Francis and, and – uh, Probably a young J.J. Uh, Joe was on that team. Anyway, they beat Texas in Austin 50-7. to seven. Um, I was still really young. Let's see. I was about 15 or something like that. So I, uh, But I, I do remember that, and, um, and that, was, that was very exciting to go that long without beating them in Austin. And then, you know, in, in time, um, Grant got where he beat them every other year. He would beat them in, in Waco – quite a bit so I, I i would also have to say the last time feel free to quote me in any of your newspaper articles or whatever you're writing these days if you, if you <laughs> need to right I, I would say um that grant's last game against texas the last game of his career would have been like 93 and um and they carried him off the field now some of my texas buddies still get very worked up about that game because they feel like Grant might have gotten a pass interference call uh, late in that one. I can't even remember which way it went. But uh, <laughs> the Bears were able to prevail in the last the last conference game of Grant's career, Baylor beat Texas, and they carried him off the field. I want to say that was probably 93, 92 or 93, probably 93. So anyway, I'll I'll uh, I'll always remember that one as well. Thank you, Garrett, for taking me down uh, memory lane there. Well, I appreciate you having me on, man. You bet, you bet, and uh, you let us know what your latest address is so we can send you the check. Okay. All right, I'll be waiting on it. All right, there he goes, Garrett Ross, an old friend, a blast from the past, uh, sharing all sorts of the man follows recruiting very closely, and I thought. Uh, I thought you would really appreciate all those names, and I love it when we go local. Marlin. We've got some Marlin kiddos that are going to be out there and uh, always exciting when you think about that. And I like some of the battles that are happening, Houston, Texas, Baylor. So, you know, there, there won't be the competition in the future between Baylor and Texas and Baylor and OU, but they still will go toe-to-toe in recruiting. And so that will be uh, something we can still watch. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It is now time for Campus Confidential. The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, McGregor General Store, Benchmark Mortgage, and Paschal Insurance and Real Estate. The McGregor Bulldogs, they're 3-5 and five on the year. They're 0-4 in District 11, 3A Division One, and they had the district by this week. Coach, first off, what I want to ask you is how your sub-varsity teams have been doing this season. You know, pretty good. Uh, JV is 4-3 is and three on the year. And freshmen, you know, we feel good about them. And uh, the best thing is we're one of the few in our district that have been able to, to keep a freshman team and a JV team going the whole year, which means after grades, uh, they're our kids are making their grades passing, and we have a, a good number of them to be able to keep two full teams. During this bye week, what improvements have been made as far as injuries and maybe even self-evaluation? Exactly. You know, we get Kobe Renicky back. His his foot has been hurting on him, so uh, um, he got a two, two full weeks. He didn't play against Lorena 
And then we, we were thinking that, you know, take this week off and then get you by week and get you back healthy. So, uh, uh, and then we've, we've, you know, had two weeks to prepare, prepare for Cameron. So uh, that helps out a little bit also. Yeah, you mentioned a trip to Cameron's on the agenda this Friday. They are loaded at the skilled positions. How do you slow them down? Well, yeah, you uh, exactly the old saying: you can't uh, uh, contain them. You only hope to slow them down. But but you're right. We're we're going to go. Uh, uh, we're emphasizing the our DBs this week and really stopping their passing game. And then we got to rely on our front four to really help us in the uh, the run game. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Perina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love, including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge, shoes from Hey Dude, and clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hi, I'm Amanda Cunningham, a local realtor born and raised in Waco, Texas. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, I would be honored to represent you. I have a team full of amazing agents, and together we've sold over $30 million in volume halfway through 2021. I'm passionate about what I do, and I love people. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home with global exposure, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. 
offering buyer locators, direct relationships with Facebook, global networking, and your own custom websites are just some of the tools we use giving you the apex advantage. Our tools work. Call me, Amanda Cunningham, today, 254-495-0338. To find me, Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor, Waco, Texas. Search me on Facebook at Amanda Cunningham Realtor or find me on Instagram as well. I'm Amanda Cunningham with Cole Banker Apex, and I cannot wait to hear from you. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in-and-out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6 and Saturday 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. The Waco Lions return to Waco ISD Stadium to host the Waxahachie Indians this Friday night. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me for the Lions and the Indians. Our coverage begins with the pregame show at 7. We'll have a kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waxahachie and Waco right here on your home for Waco Lions football, ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside Aaron revealing yesterday during our college segment that uh, he had, uh, he's kin to royalty from the uh, new Big 12. Uh, a relative of the Houston coaching staff that just went to the Final Four last year. Which, um, Aaron, so let's be honest about this. Now that I think about it, were you rooting for the Cougars over the Bears, your beloved Bears, or did you root for the Bears in that semifinal matchup, or can you say? Oh, no, I absolutely rooted for Baylor. We, uh, My sister and I exchanged some friendly texts, and then after Baylor – beat Houston pretty handily. I waited about a week and then I texted her to congratulate, you know, them on a, a great season, but nice. I, I gave it a little time, you know, because uh, that's tough, you know, to get to the final four and uh yeah. Baylor really did handle them, you know, not and uh so but you know, it was friendly and we were rooting yeah, she's a Baylor graduate, so she was obviously rooting for Baylor uh, and then and rooting for Houston up until they met yeah. and then of course she was rooting for Houston. Yeah. Um, so it was it was right. a fun, fun Final Four for me. I, you know, I'll tell you what. Once they, uh, once they are uh, in the Big Twelve and are coming to the Farrell Center on an annual basis, you and I will hopefully be sitting right behind the coaches. All right, we're not. We're gonna forget the press row. We're going to be right over there with the Cougars, and then of course I will heckle them relentlessly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join. I'll join you. <laughs> all right, we'll get all over the Sampsons, father and son. Okay, um, this is kind of an interesting story coming out of LSU. Uh, they they were they had a scrimmage scheduled for uh, for Thursday. They have they, you know they have the week off before traveling to play Alabama on November sixth. That's a big one. Okay, 
They had that. They fell to four and four after the loss to Ole Miss. Orgeron's out, so they're just kind of wrapping things up this year. Quarterback Miles Brennan, uh, who was in a battle Max, with Max Johnson Spring, broke his arm. You know, before preseason camp. Well, they couldn't even practice this week. They had to cancel their scrimmage for Thursday and weren't able to have a practice on Wednesday because of all the injuries. They couldn't even have a full practice. So they just kind of sat around and went through a little walkthrough. Um, John Emery, who was projected to share the starting duties at running back, was sidelined because of eligibility concerns, is not expected to play this season. They now have four regular season games remaining. Orgeron has said that he would stay on to coach the bowl game should LSU earn the opportunity and accept the invitation. Why would you want that? I mean, if a bowl game happens, you're going to be thinking about, you know, who's going to be that next coach. You probably ought to have somebody hired by then. Can you imagine sending poor Coach O out there to to coach a bowl game? Aaron, this is, this is very, very strange behavior coming out of Baton Rouge. Um, I, I'm, I am very stay away from Miranda. You guys stay away from Miranda. All right. I don't think Miranda wants that job. At least I'm going to keep saying that. I don't think he wants the USC job. I'm going to keep saying that too. LA, the USC worries me a little bit more because that's home for him. But I don't think he wants it. Now, if the LSU job came coming, would he have to take it or the or the USC? Yeah, probably so. But uh, the Bears will be competitive, and it will not be. I mean, I don't. I think can USC or LSU beat the Bears up money wise? Can they money whip us a little bit? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But um, but man, don't mess with happy, as they say. And I think the Aranda family likes us. I do. So. Dave, stick around for a little while. There's no reason. That's a that right now. I don't think. I just don't think that's a good fit. Either one of those jobs for Aranda. I think Baylor is a great fit. Am I selfishly saying that? Sure, but I also believe that. I just think this is a much better fit for him, and uh, I think we can we can be more forgiving and extend grace more than LSU at USC. And that's not just because we're a Christian university. That's because that's the way we're wired. If you do halfway decent for the Bears, we're going to support you. I mean, if he is say he wins eight or nine games this year, you don't think he's? I mean, he can he can go anywhere he wants in Waco, and plus he'll get an extension. You win eight or nine games at LSU, they'll run you out of town. I mean, Coach O won a national title two years ago, and they're all ready to run him out of town. All right, here's another one for you. Bowl season executives who oversee the operations of 43 postseason bowl games sent a letter this week to hundreds of leaders in college football asking that any future college football playoff games in potential expansion models be held at bowl sites instead of on campus, according to a copy of a letter obtained by ESPN. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. These people are all like sharks. They're worried that the easiest paycheck in the world, which is basically to be the executive of one bowl game a year, they get paid, these bowl executives get paid a million dollars or more to preside over one bowl game. They do one thing per year, okay? So no kidding. 
that they're trying to preserve all this. Now, here's, here's what the letter apparently said. We believe any plan for an expanded playoff should include all playoff games being played within the traditional bowl structure, not the home site of one of participating teams. The bowls would provide a neutral, uh, competitively fair setting for these games as they had throughout the history. To exclude bowl games from any round of an expanded playoff would be harmful to bowl season. Individual bowls in their host communities and postseason college football in general. Give me a break. If a team manages to have a great season and they are in that top six, top four, we're not going to include Notre Dame. Notre Dame cannot have a home game because we give Notre Dame everything. We let them not have to be in the a conference. We let them just kind of do whatever the heck they feel like doing. So we're going to exclude Notre Dame, and they're okay with that. They know that's a fair deal. But let's not kowtow to the bowls when you're getting together to decide, okay, who gets to have home games. Let the best teams in all of college football host a game. It's only fair. It's how they do it in the NFL. It's why the NFL has one of the best postseasons in all of professional sports. I mean, we do not need to bow down to these bowl executives. I mean, my gosh, Aaron, are, do you, are you worried, Aaron, about the bowl games getting disturbed, or are you fine with some of these teams that do extremely well hosting a first round of, bowl, uh, of, of, of playoff games? No, it should be it should be uh, home games for the top top seeded teams. No, I I like that. I like that. I'm fine with that. All right, let's see. Let's see if we've got anybody here on the Baylor team that's up for the Campbell Award. This is the 13 finalist for the uh, Campbell Trophy, which honors the top scholar athlete in college football. All right, let's see who we have here. Sean Clifford, that's that big Penn State quarterback. Pretty decent player, but they just got beat by Illinois. Iowa State All-America tight end Charlie Kohler. You remember him? Great player. Is he number 88? I think he is. Um, Michigan star defensive end Aiden Hutchinson. All right, come on now. Let's see if we got some Bears. we got a lot of smart Bears. Stanford defensive line Thomas Booker. Oh, let's just get one Big 12 player on here. That's all I ask for now. Oh, okay, I found one. Um, Oklahoma defensive back Pat Fields. And then West Virginia safety Sean Mahone. That's M-A-H-O-N-E. Let's uh, let's give a big round of applause, Aaron, to our scholar athletes. Previous winners include the great Justin Herbert who now stars for the Chargers. Christian Wilkins of Clemson, who now stars for New York Giants? Not sure. And John Urschel of Penn State. Looks like they give all these awards to Penn State kids. And it looks like the Big Ten has too much of a chunk of the pie. All right. Who do you think, Aaron, right now, I'm trying to guess who I think is the greatest scholar on the Baylor team. I'm just going to guess who I think are the smartest players. I'm going to say Gary Bohannon, okay? I think he's super smart, incredibly intellectual. I think Jalen Petrie and Dylan Doyle. 
All right, if I just had to guess flat out, now it used to be that Marcus Jones kid who was the top student in all the engineering school at Baylor, but he finally graduated. I say finally. He probably graduated an eight-year program in four years, but he was the greatest scholar we'd had in like 10 years. Um, but that's who I would predict are the because uh, I, I think now maybe I'm going too much on football instincts, but I also think Matt Jones is incredibly smart. So I'm going to go with Jalen Petrie, quarterback Gary Bohannon Jr., and um, and Matt Jones and Dylan Doyle at linebacker. Aaron, am I missing anybody? Is there anybody you think on that Baylor team might be like extremely, extremely intelligent? Uh, besides the names you mentioned, I mean that those were honestly the the ones that I was thinking of that just popped into my head at first. So, all right, I'm going to also go with with Grant Miller, the uh, center for the Bears. I think he's got to call out all the plays, call out all the fronts. And he transferred him from Vandy. And I think I think you've got to be very, very smart to get into Vandy. I mean, almost like getting into Baylor. Of course, I say that because I went to Baylor. But anyway, Vandy, Baylor's kind of the, the Vanderbilt of the Big 12, except for we, we have a lot better athletics than Vanderbilt. I'm just talking about athletics. Baylor is the Vandy, the Vandy of the Big 12. All right, Aaron, we're not going to let anybody dispute that, all right? Because you're kind of, I basically called you a Baylor grad because you spent so much time around Baylor and you sort of matriculated right around the Baylor campus. If you ever took a class at MCC, I count that as a Baylor class. All right? So from, from, from here on, Aaron, you are a Baylor graduate, okay, in my eyes. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. All right. Just want to make sure you were okay with that. Um it is the Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside, and it is time to visit with uh, a University of Texas uh, longtime uh, uh, reporter. His name is Brian Davis. He joins us next. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
Call on I-35 Transport, specializing in heavy equipment hauling and oversized loads. I-35 Transport is also needing experienced drivers. Must have a clear CDL license, doubles and triples. For repairs, Roberts Truck Equipment and Repair for diesel trucks, equipment, and trailers. Welding and fabrication. In business for over 35 years. Located on Old Dallas Road in Elmont. Call or email Elaine today. I-35Transport at gmail.com. That's I-35Transport at gmail.com or 254-829-2528. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com if you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain let dr rao ali a board certified pain management specialist help you he's helping central texans at hill regional hospital in hillsborough with necks backs arms and really any part of the body that aches call dr rao ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment that number again 469-562-4188 don't let pain sideline you At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show. Remember, I'll be out at Common Grounds tomorrow, 4 to 6. And if this, if my following guest is in town yet, I don't know when he's going to be coming in. It's going to be an early, early morning at uh, Saturday, of course, with 11 a.m. kickoff. He may come on in from Austin early that morning. It is Brian Davis from the Austin American Statesman, my longtime friend and colleague. And, Brian, it has arrived. I know probably uh, you're trained to think that Texas OU is the biggest weekend of the year, but I think we both know this is truly the biggest weekend of the year. It is Baylor, Texas, and if this is your last trip to Waco, I hope you make it a good one, sir. Well, thank you for having me. You're exactly correct. I can't think of anything more, more exciting than the dirty, unwashed masses from Austin Bango, bongo, beating folks from, from the 512 coming to hang out with a good 
clean Christians of Baylor. There's just no no doubt about it, sir. This is exactly why we wake up every morning and put our feet on the floor. No doubt. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you got to tell your nation, the Longhorn Nation, Georgia's no longer has a tent at the game, so I do not know where to send your people. I mean, it's a really sad <laughs> deal. They're going to have to have their own tailgates because so, so the what do they do do they just stand around and wave the chicken fried steak in the air is that, is that what they do now it's just, it's just unbelievable i mean are, you got to go are they, not they, animals you have two locations uh the one on 19th or the one out in uh, woodway or kind of in uh near midway high school and hewitt you could go out there but that's the best we can do they are no longer at the games and uh that really became a big time hangout you remember over at floyd casey uh, the, the Georgias would be a place the, the Baptist could kind of go hide across the street, and the Longhorns are, are a lot bigger into uh, drinking in public. So uh, it well, is uh, – this is going to be – this is a fascinating matchup in a lot of ways because, Brian, what you've seen is I, I think Texas thought it had a chance to be having the season Baylor's having. And and, and I think this becomes – usually, I, I you know, I can joke about it, but let's not act like the Longhorns think of us as some kind of huge rivals. But I think based on what's happened, this has become an even bigger game for the University of Texas because they really, really need to win a football game. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I mean, yes, you're right. All jokes aside, Texas needs this one bad. And uh, But does that mean they're going to get it? I don't know. I mean, because here, here's the thing. When, when you really drill down on what the fighting Dave Arandas are doing there in Waco, it's, it's really impressive, I think. Uh, the way that they are running the ball to the perimeters, uh, you know, lead the league in rushing, they have a very good nose tackle that you know I certainly like and wrote writing about for Saturday. Um, and, and, and they just seem solid all the way around. And I think, I think one of the problems that Baylor's had this year um, it's just just no. There was no real expectation, so now they're six and one, and everyone's like, well, "Where's this team coming from?" Right? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like no one really knew anything of what to expect, and they just keep winning games. I'll tell you this, Matt: the, the BYU game got my attention only because um, you know I've seen what BYU's done to Texas, and 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 with the whole Big Twelve realignment, everything happening there. And for Baylor to just turn around and get a big win against those guys, I, mean, that, I thought that was very impressive. The Baptist over the Mormons, that, that impressed you, and uh, that will hopefully become – we're trying to audition people to replace some of these rivalries. You know, we like playing Texas. <laughs> we like playing OU. This basketball rivalry had become really fun. And, of course, uh, the you know, Horns coaches have had trouble against Coach Drew, but this Chris Beard thing – at least we'll get it for maybe a couple of years. But now hold on with football. For, uh, let's stay there for a minute. Bijan, I mean, this was one of the reasons Herman's gone. They didn't run him enough. I remember you beating him up via Twitter yep. and all those different places. How how in the world? And this year you got a coach who arguably almost runs him too much. I mean, he gives the man <laughs> a lot of touches. Um, but, but now I'll tell you, Baylor has had – Brees Hall gave them trouble. He got outside, and that sucker's a great running back. So I think, you know, line one with Baylor will be finding a way to shut down the run. Everything else comes after that. Is Bijan, in your estimation, you've been seeing him every week. 
Is mm-hmm. is he one of the top two or three backs in the country and one of the best backs you've seen at UT in quite some time? Oh, no question about that. I mean, I I put him right up there with, with Cedric Benson in terms of of, uh, of athletes wow. in Texas. I mean, I, I really do. I mean, look, I, I've said this, I've said this, and I'm going to stick with it. In my time covering college sports, there's only been two athletes that really got me on the edge of my seat. One was Adrian Peterson, and the other is Bijan Robinson. I mean, that's how that's how much I think of this guy. And it's like you know, you just want to see him get in open space. And let him do his thing. He spins. He spins away from tacklers. He's got. A, he's. He's working on his stiff arm. I mean, he. He just does everything that you want to see in a dynamic athlete. Texas's problem is just they can't block for him. Right? They don't have enough linemen to uh, roll through there, uh, you know, and create some open holes. And my whole thing is, is that why aren't they using him more in the slot, out wide? You know, they're trying to run him on wheel routes, and, and Casey Thompson sometimes pulls the trigger, sometimes doesn't. Um, you know, but, he, but that's a very, very dangerous check down uh, that, that they have there in number five. And then, uh, and then you're right. You, you know, they ran him too much against TCU. Probably need to see a little more Roshan Johnson this week, and I think we will. But, but look, this is still going to be the number five show, um, as it should be, quite frankly. Tell me about this. Uh, talking to Brian Davis, Austin American statesman, has covered the Longhorns, done it well. I'm a little bit hurt that some of those tech athletes you didn't mention. What's my man's name? Michael, the wide receiver that was so great at tech. You were out Michael there on the Crabtree? sidelines. What's that? Crabtree? Michael yes. Crabtree? He wants a word with you. <laughs> that man made you sit on the, si- on the edge of your seat. And I'm trying to think no, of some well, of those uh, no, Texas I, Tech I, basketball I athletes, I, too that I have personally covered. I didn't cover that tech team. I, I, I covered tech, but I was long gone from tech when that, when that group came through. Oh, okay. Oh, you had, okay. You'd gotten out of the business briefly when Okay. And then got right back into the business when you got the, right. the Bevo beat. Now, what about this uh, quarterback? Now you'll, you'll find out about Gary Bohannon. The man throws a beautiful deep ball. Now I kind of feel like Casey, May be a little similar in that, and again, all I'm basing this on, I remember uh, this Texas OU game and then the uh, uh, that Alamo Bowl game. I loved watching that kid play. But now what when he's when he's on, what does he do? And when he's been a little shaky, what does he do? Well, the biggest the biggest thing that they had that they had the most problem with after they made the switch was trying to get uh, some connections with deep balls and. And that was because Xavier Worthy really wasn't up to speed yet in, in how to play at this level. And Josh Moore, a lot of focus was on Josh Moore. So they were really struggling with deep balls. That finally seemed to click against OU. Um, but then they started just giving him different looks, you know, to where it just sort of, you know, with any quarterback, you want to make them think, right? Because if, if they have to think, then they're slowing down, right? Um, and because after both the Oklahoma and the Oklahoma State game, the players would come to the press conference and they go, yeah, well, well, they started doing things we hadn't prepared for. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. You know, no. um, that's a problem. So, you know, Casey's, Casey's much more mobile than Hudson Card. Um, I, that really helps him. He can keep plays alive with his legs. But at the same time, you know, guys got to get open. You know, receivers have to get open and linemen have to block for, for him to, you know, make things happen and have a chance. All right, and, and just so you'll have your eyes peeled, this Jalen Petrie is the best player on the on the Baylor team, number eight. 
and and he'll come flying through there. And so I think that'll be a it'll be a really cool uh, matchup because he's the smartest player on the defense and anticipates things. But then Texas obviously with Sark has some great things they do now defensively for Texas. It, obviously they they faltered late in games. How much of that is just getting worn down? I mean. Ha- have they had moments where they look pretty competent on defense, but for for they've just been out there too long? Is that a is that a big part of it? I mean, I I guess you have to say yes because you know when when you're talking about wearing down and missing tackles, uh, that's that's clearly uh, been an issue late. But I don't know. I I just think they need, I just think they need better better playmaking ability. Quite frankly. Um, you look at what happened against Oklahoma State. Uh, Demarvion Overshone missed the last three quarters because of a concussion. Mm-hmm. He's going to return this week. Um, you know, Jalen Ford is a guy that that everyone down here is really high on because he's made a couple of nice plays. But you know, people want to see more from Alfred Collins. You know, he needs to step it up. Keandre Coburn, he needs to step it up. Um, I personally haven't really liked what they've done with their with their rush edge uh, edge guys they're not getting enough pressure on the quarterback um that was that was true before the two Oklahoma schools uh, and it's still true now i mean uh, texas is not getting home they are they might be pushing the quarterback around in the pocket but they are not getting the quarterback on the ground that's a major problem and so uh, you're taxing the secondary too much and then when you factor in missed tackles and time of possession it's just it adds up to a lot of trouble, you know, it seems to me. All right, well, you're going to get to meet the wide nine offense. And these, these <laughs> linemen, they can move around. This is some BYU, some Mormon influence, although I think you our sure – You sure that's not nine Baylor students running, running onto the field wearing mesh yellow jerseys? Is that what that is? That's the Baylor line, sir, and it's become <laughs> so big they can't even get them down there at once. It's a huge group. <laughs> Okay, and when when we introduce the Baylor line, that's when things get a little you know get a little crunk, as we like to say. That's right. Uh, and uh, so anyway, by the way, did you get a peek at Chris Beard's team? Uh, Scott Drew and company have kept us at arm's length so far. Uh, I, I do. I, some of my spies did get to see them play against the Aggies. Um, by the way. <laughs> I don't think Buzz has got that thing rolling yet. Ooh, I think that's a rough bunch from what I understand. But um, is this Texas group? Now, you've seen a lot of great athletes, but what it seems to me is this is the first team in a while that might be with Beard, you know, top five or top ten worthy. Are you getting that same feeling? Oh, there's no question about that. I mean, you look at, you look at the seven transfers that, that he's brought in, Almost all of them uh, were all conference winners at their previous stops, you know. And, and we're not talking about you know just scrub schools here. You know, Marcus Carr, all Big Ten, uh, Timmy Allen, all all Pac-12. Um, I mean, these these are guys who who were the best players on their previous teams. Those teams just didn't win. And you know, you could say, well, then that must say something about these guys too. Well, I don't know. I mean, a lot of these. I think I want to say there are five. Uh, players on this team who averaged double figures at wherever they were last year. So um, there's there's a lot of scoring options. It's just a matter of there's only one ball. And you know how how is this all going to fit? Uh, no, we have not watched hardly any practice. And okay. no, I have not 
you know, haven't really heard much about how Texas' scrimmage against Houston went. Uh, they they met in they met at the AT and T Center in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Kelvin might be sitting on another Final Four team. I don't know. The Sampson's uh, Kellen, uh, Kelvin and Kellen, his son, do a tremendous job there. So anyway, this will be fun. Remember the real reason Texas left the Big Twelve? They got tired of being beat by Scott Drew. All right. <laughs> well, I, I, I definitely like what you're saying about how Baylor needs to test out some new rivals, right? The Baptists yeah. have already beaten the Mormons. This week they can beat up on the heathens. It's going to be great. I, I think this is a great chance, a great chance for the for the Sikkims to really, really give 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 Texas the, the old heave-ho in, into their new conference. All right, uh, we will bring the great unwashed into our stadium at least one more time, and we'll see you up in the press box. In fact, I've asked for upgrades on all the the drinks and food this week for our UT brethren, so look forward to seeing you, buddy. Well, as you know, we only travel in Cadillac style. That is correct. Thank you. (laughs) That's right. Okay, there he goes. Brian Davis, the um, beat man for the Bevo Beat, for the Austin American Statesman, covers everything University of Texas. All right, the latest from uh, Dak Prescott. He just talked a little while ago. We'll bring you the latest on his injury status next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. How much work did Dak Prescott get at practice yesterday? The answer after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. This is the second day of game plan install for the Cowboys as they prepare for the weekend road trip to the Vikings. And no one, not even Dak's good buddy Zeke Elliott, knows if Dak or backup quarterback Cooper Rush will play on Sunday. Honestly, I don't know. I hope he'll be available uh, from what we're hearing. It sounds like he'll be available. But I'm um, not saying I'm not worried about it because, obviously, we want to have Dak out there, but I have a lot of confidence in Coop. He knows his offense. Uh, he's confident, and he can play. I mean, you guys seen him in preseason. He's a baller. If his number's called, I, I believe he'll be ready. Rush took first-team snaps yesterday with Dak listed as limited as he continues rehabbing his calf strain, and he worked only in the individual drills in practice. Also, Lyle Collins is back after serving his suspension, but Terrence Steele remains the first-team right tackle. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. 
suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very breezy. Low temperatures fall to around 50 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. Another breezy day with a high of 71. And on Saturday, mostly sunny skies. Just a little bit warmer with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6, and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Astros even the World Series with the Braves when the bats woke up. Strohs beat the Braves 7-2. The series now heads to Atlanta tomorrow night for Game 3. Ed O says the LSU Tigers called off practice yesterday because not enough players due to injury. The Tigers, who are open this week, have also called off a scrimmage for today. Dallas Cowboys are still hopeful that Dak Prescott will be ready for Sunday's game with the Vikings. Two games in college football tonight. Troy is at number 24, Coastal Carolina, and South Florida at East Carolina. Both kick off at 6.30. High school football tonight from Leo Buckley and Colleen. Belton taking on Shoemaker. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley. It's Aaron Sexton. I've gone too long. I've got to get back on schedule. Aaron, uh, I'm going to talk for 30 more seconds, and then we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to go really short. Aaron, good news. Um, my um, my first, since I've been back at FoxSports.com, that column is now up at FoxSports.com. So um, this is... Uh, I, I, I'm wondering if I should uh, – I don't think I'll wait and, and put that out there. But, uh, Aaron, you can retweet that if you'd like on our uh, Twitter handle, the station Twitter handle. But it is out there, and it appears to be the headline says something along the lines of uh, Dallas Cowboys, something about them. Can they back up the hype over their hot start? And they can do it if Dak Prescott stays healthy. Now, I want to bring everybody up to date. Aaron, I mean, everybody's flying to Fox Sports as we speak, trying to get over there and 
and read this latest uh, Mosley column. I appreciate everybody who sent me kind messages. The good news is people were a little worried, Aaron. They thought, oh, gosh, does this mean Mosley's off the radio? Maybe that was wishful thinking on their part. But, no, I'm going to continue in my usual four to six. And, Aaron, you are stuck with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not getting Tommy back. Tom has moved to 7 to 9 a.m., and he is with Ward White's. Now, what is going on with Dak Prescott? Here's the latest. He, he, he was planting. He was looking okay today. The whole He doesn't get to make the decision. Now, if it were up to him, he would play this Sunday night against the Vikings. It's going to be coaches, medical people, and Dak will all be included. Now, Coach McCarthy has said, well, he needs to meet this threshold. And he hasn't been real specific with what that threshold is. I believe that the Cowboys are flirting with the idea of of not playing him and seeing if they could get an extra week. What this quarterback is worried about and what the Cowboys are worried about is this turning into a week-to-week deal. Now, in, in something um, my podcast cohort on the Doomsday Podcast, Ed Werder, was reporting earlier today, that, and I, and I believe he talked to Dak about this, the injury uh, on that right calf, they do think it is related to his previous injuries. And so the, the, the badly, the gruesome dislocated ankle, uh, you could call that a broken leg if you want to, all those bad things that happened to that leg, they do think this structurally, this calf strain does have something to do with all that. Now, does that worry you? Well, maybe. I, I think what they're trying to do right now is get that calf. So they don't worry. In fact, I've already been told he's not going to take an injection for this because it's a calf injury. What they're going to do is, um, you know, how much functionality can he have? What you hate to do is only dress out two quarterbacks. You send him out there, and, and he's gone after the first series. And then you're then you're stuck with uh, Cooper Rush. Does that sound right, Aaron? Cooper Rush. I hadn't said his name in a while. I think I was yes. writing it earlier today. Good. Cooper Rush is the backup quarterback. Now, a former Big Twelve quarterback from West Virginia named Will Greer is the would be the third string. They they have thought about putting three quarterbacks in this game. I don't think it's going to happen. I think if they if I think there will only be two quarterbacks no matter which way they go. If they do try to play Dak in this game, that's, that's the only way they will you know, put uh, three quarterbacks out there. Now, I was just talking with some of my colleagues, and we were comparing notes on how we think this whole thing's going to go. Um, I was kind of thinking this was going to be 70-30 that he played. The more we talk, I'm kind of down to about 50-50. Like it's a 50-50 shot if he's going to play. Now, the eternal optimist Jerry Jones always believes they're going to play. What they're doing is they're trying to limit him and then slowly work him back into team drills. I do think there's a thought that if they could not put him in team drills and limit him and give him a whole nother week of recovery, he could be almost 100% after missing this one game. 
So I think I think this is a cost-benefit analysis that's going on. Now, who else is coming back for the Cowboys? Well, Lyle Collins. I didn't get to talk much about this last last uh, uh, yesterday. Lyle Collins has come back. He is, of course, the right tackle for the Cowboys. And they said, you know what? Sorry, Lyle. Terrence Stills playing great. He's going to stay right there at right tackle. We're going to work you not only at right tackle, we're also going to let you work at left guard. He's played guard early in his career. He's a good player. He's someone that uh, has missed like the last 22 games, a full season, and then the first six games of this season. That's too much. That's too much. Okay, he had hip surgery last year, misses the entire season, and I think there is a dependability issue that's going on with him. And they don't believe in him. And, and they're very, very frustrated with what's going on with Lyle Collins. So I think that's why you're going to see Connor Williams continue to start at left guard. And you're going to see Terrence Steele start at right tackle. And then they will work Collins back in. Now, is he a well overpaid swing tackle or backup guard? You bet he is. Will he be cut after this season? I think there's a good chance. I think they've really fallen for Terrence Steele. I think he's played great. They think they got a find in him. They like their backup guard in McGovern. They'll continue to look at him. And they like this Biotish, um, who's playing center. So they're really liking their offensive line. And while Lyle Collins may end up becoming a very valued member of this O-line the rest of the year, there's a chance he doesn't play much the rest of the year. Um, who else is coming back? Kelvin Joseph. Tristan Hill has been worked in at defensive tackle. Uh, Kelvin Joseph is the rookie cornerback. And then later on, Demarcus Lawrence and Neville Gallimore will be able to work back in. They're not ready yet. They're not ready yet to come off the IR and start practicing yet. Tristan Hill is back. Kelvin Joseph's back. And so they're going to start being able to uh, work some of these players in. And so I think uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be very very interesting. All right, it is the Matt Mosley show. It is ESPN Central Texas. We got a lot to go before we're done. We'll comment a little bit on the World Series. We'll do it next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat. Your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball wins impressively in their exhibition opener, plus soccer in action tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans 
by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor basketball under head coach Nikki Collin played their exhibition opener last night in the Farrell Center, winning easily 88-52 over Texas A&M Commerce. Nalissa Smith and Queen Egbo both had double-doubles in the win. Smith with 27 points and 15 rebounds, Egbo 15 and 12. Sarah Andrews was 5 of 5 from the three-point line and finished with 17 points. Baylor will now have their second and final exhibition game next Wednesday in the Farrell Center. Baylor women's golf also a winner yesterday. They win the Rainbow Wahine Classic in Hawaii by 30 strokes. Gurleen Kaur, the individual medalist. And Baylor soccer wrapping up the regular season with a match in Norman against Oklahoma coming up this evening. Head coach Paul Jobson says plenty to still be decided on the final night of the regular season. Yeah, we've got, you know, we've got uh, a good group of us that know that we're going to, to, to be in the, the, the eight-team tournament out of ten teams that represent the Big 12. But there's three teams that are vying for that last spot, um, that eighth, eighth seed. So, uh, and then the spots within themselves, one all the way to eight, are still up in here. So, I'm not really able to put any of our bracket together yet until we finish that last game on Thursday. And Oklahoma, I mean, they've got a new coach that just came in right before COVID, and their team, I think they've won maybe three of their last four games. They're, they're streaking in the in the right direction as far as they're concerned right now and playing for, for seeding in a Big 12 tournament. So there's a lot on the line for them as well. And as for us, you know, we're trying to finish as high up as we can and, and make, a, make a run for uh, a great resume to hopefully get in the NCAA tournament as well. Paul Jobson and Baylor Soccer in action tonight, 7 p.m. in Norman against the Oklahoma Sooners. Then the Big 12 tournament begins in Round Rock on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Help is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. Coach, uh, talk a little bit about Waxahachie and, and, and talk about how you treat these last two games and, and what they mean moving forward to 2022. Yeah, well, it's important, one, to get the ball rolling regardless of what season you're talking about. Uh, whether it's for the future or right now, we want to get the ball rolling and move, and move the needle in the right direction. But, uh, you know, Waxahachie is uh, a team that has played a lot of close games, so our kids are aware of that. Uh, Waxahachie is a, is a defensive-led team. I don't think there's any doubt in that. Uh, their head coach, you know, they got a new head coach. He's a defensive-oriented guy. Uh, and so, you know, they've got four Division I uh, guys on their defense that can really do some – uh, good things, but offensively they're they're gonna they're gonna try to run the ball and they're gonna try to uh, keep the ball and the clock moving uh, as much as possible. So uh, it's really important for us to show that we know how to play rep in rep out from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint, and uh, that that we're not going to be dictated to by scoreboard, by opponent, or anyone else. 
So it sounds like you've got to get them off the field and you've got to maintain your offense on the field. Yeah, 100%. And, and so we can't allow these 12, 14 play drives that they want to have. I mean, that's what they want to do. They're very content with taking four a pop and, and turning the chains on, on third down. And then they'll take a few shots on you here and there. Uh, they got a young quarterback, so uh, it doesn't appear that they're going to, you know, try to do really, really complicated stuff in the pass game. But, uh, you know, same thing offensively, they're going to be sound defensively. And so when we have those opportunities to move the ball, we need to take full advantage. We can't miss receivers. We've got to be able to play catch. Uh, and, and we've got to be able to make sure that when we get that guy sealed, that we read it right at the running back and quarterback position to gain those yards that we need. ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm. They're trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He's obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Sherry Law Firm at swclaw.com. That's swclaw.com. At Allen Samuels in Waco, we're celebrating Ram Power Days, bringing the first truck brand to take the top spot overall in new vehicle initial quality by J.D. Power. With the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star, you can get total values up to 6000 or 2.9% for 72 months, plus $2,000 in bonus cash. All first responders get an extra $500. Come see why Ram wins great awards year after year. Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lunch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6, and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Astros even the World Series with the Braves when the bats woke up. Strohs beat the Braves 7-2. The series now heads to Atlanta tomorrow night for Game 3. Ed O says the LSU Tigers called off practice yesterday because not enough players due to injury. The Tigers, who are open this week, have also called off a scrimmage for today. 
Dallas Cowboys are still hopeful that Dak Prescott will be ready for Sunday's game with the Vikings. Two games in college football tonight. Troy is at number 24, Coastal Carolina, and South Florida at East Carolina. Both kick off at 6.30. High school football tonight from Leo Buckley and Colleen. Belton taking on Shoemaker. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas. Dismount will be next. We gave away some free sandwiches today to Schmaltz's with our trivia question of the first manager ever to win the uh, World Series in both leagues, the National League and then the American League. And he accomplished that feat in 1984. And, um, it was a trivia question that Aaron Sexton was all over, a man who uh, fancies himself pretty good at Twitter. And, and so uh, the answer was Sparky Anderson. Um, so anyway, we got a lot going on. And uh, I just was bringing you up to, to date on the latest from the Cowboys world, which is Dak Prescott. Uh, also, I thought it was interesting, he had some comments about um, the Super Bowl, and wanted to kind of bring you up to date on that. Um, this was, uh, uh, and he's, he's trying to get back. Uh, he's pushing himself in rehab. Um, again, we're starting to kind of think that it's about 50-50 that he's going uh, to play or going to start or not in this game. He, said, he was quoted saying, if it was my call, and if it was totally up to me, uh, but he acknowledges the long season, the season isn't fully up to him. Um, he did some light, uh, he did some uh, running at high speed with a ball in his hands, changing direction, and he did so by cutting back and forth. He also did the same throwing and footwork he did Wednesday. So he's uh, he's trying to uh, to get that thing going a little bit now. I like this. Uh, this is a guy that a lot of you guys remember because he coached for the Cowboys, and he was the defense coordinator, and he was also the DB's coach for the Cowboys when when uh, Deion Sanders was playing. Vikings coach Mike Zimmer was asked earlier today, was the uh, or it may have been yesterday, was the Cowboys defensive? Uh, so he was De- Deion Sanders' coach in Dallas for a little while. Zimmer was asked about people comparing Trayvon Diggs to Dion, And Zimmer said, I mean, Dion's in the Hall of Fame, so let's wait a while, okay? I like that. I can just see Zimmer saying that. He gets a little red-faced when he talks, and I kind of like, like the way he handled that. Now, other things that are happening with the Cowboys. Kelvin Joseph, who some of you have been waiting to see, the second round pick, he was at LSU. In fact, he played for Dave Aranda for a little bit there. Transferred out, ended up at Kentucky. Played really well for them and didn't play at the very end. But um, but a pretty big time, uh, a, a pretty big time player. 
Um, so anyway, we'll kind of we'll kind of keep our eye on him. I think he could help tremendously. The defensive, uh, the secondary, one of the few things that has not gone right for the Cowboys is they're giving up quite a few yards. It's 295 yards passing a game. That's good enough for about 24th in the league. Now, why you're not, the, the reason you're not hearing about that much is because of all these takeaways they're having. 14 takeaways, including the seven interceptions from one player. I think they have eight on the season. And, of course, Trayvon Diggs has seven of them. Um, this is uh, this is very, very, it's, it's something to keep our eye on. But they need help because they are getting beat on some deep balls. And, in fact, they're, uh, they're giving up too many passes of 40 yards or more. Now, Prescott was asked about whether or not the Cowboys were a contender. And we were talking about it, obviously, for the Super Bowl. His answer is right here. We're definitely, this happened just just about an hour ago, we're definitely a contender. I think everybody on this team and in this building would be pissed off if anybody thought any differently. I felt that way coming into camp, feel that way after six games, feel that way today. I like this team because other teams I've seen talk about it and talk about, oh, we're going to be Super Bowl contenders and they want to flash forward. I I feel like while this team has big aspirations, I I think they are staying in the moment. And I think that's a very, very important thing about this team. Who helps them with that? Well, I think Quinn on defense. I think McCarthy does a pretty good job of it as a head coach. I think this quarterback's great at it. I, I think there have been quarterbacks with the Cowboys in the past that float around a little bit and aren't always terribly connected to the rank and file of the locker room. What I mean is they might hang out with the starting running back and the receivers, but, but really at the end of the day they kind of do their own thing, maybe a little bit aloof. This quarterback is the opposite of that. This quarterback spends as much, much time as it, with the – uh, with the special teams players as he does uh, with with his starting wide receivers and running backs. And I think that's an excellent thing for a football team. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside. It is time for the dismount. That's next. The Mahaya Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by In Commons Bank. Coach, coming off the bye week last week, talk a little bit about that and uh, what you were able to get done during that week off. Uh, the biggest thing was we got healthy. Uh, you know, we had some guys banged up going into our last game against Van, and then we lost a couple more uh, that night. Uh, so having the week off, uh, you know, uh, or not playing a game, we didn't really have a week off. But uh, we were able to get some guys back healthy, uh, getting ready for Bullard Friday night. Uh, I think both both clubs know – you know, hey, it's a win and you're in type situation. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to going to Bullard Friday night at 7.30. Yeah, this has to be an exciting week. I mean, they all are, but especially this week, it's, it's uh, as you said, if you win this, you make the playoffs. Talk a little bit about this Bullard team on offense. They run the spread. You know, offense, they, they're they trying to get guys in space. You know, they do some things to, to create leverage and numbers. 
so you got to make sure you're 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 lined up and, and your sound and in your checks off their off the motion that they give you. Um, you know, defensively, they're going to pack the bo- uh, you know pack the box and, and kind of dare you to throw it a little bit and go, hey, we're not going to let you run the ball. So, you know, I've kind of challenged our guys to, hey, okay, you're, it's going to be a packed box and we're going to run the football. So get in there and, and do work. It's uh, you know they know we know what's going on and like you say you know they're all they're all big games on Friday night um, but you know one thing I've kind of told our kids is hey it's still you know one play at a time one play at a time one play at a time and and, and just play the next play and you know go put your chips in the middle of the table and, and we'll see if we can't cash out at the end of the night. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. So recently, a northern transplant in our fair city came in to pick up outfitters for the first time, and he was starstruck. He told us that truck accessories were not needed in Illinois. I know. Pick your jaw up off the ground. An entire state full of trucks driving around completely nude. Then he said he saw the light when he moved to Texas and found that in Texas, truck accessories were a necessity. I don't know about a necessity, but Texans have a whole different attitude about their trucks, and they give them their rightful place as a family member. I mean, what exactly do you use your truck for if you're not going to put anything on it? All this is a warning for the good people of Central Texas to stay diligent. Don't let your truck look like it came from up north. Put something on that truck, for goodness sakes. A bumper, a lift kit, some running boards. At Pickup Outfitters, we know what your truck needs. So come and see us at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new the football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hobbs Bobby Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. 
Satisfy your appetite with the great food at B&M Barbecue and More in Riesel. They specialize in slow-cooked Texas-style barbecue, and you can buy it by the pound, the plate, or the sandwich. Ask about their three meat and two meat combo plates. B&M Barbecue and More also features a daily lunch special, plus all-you-can-eat options. And don't forget to satisfy your sweet tooth with their homemade pies. A proud supporter of the Riesel Indians, B&M Barbecue and More. Now open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. Mosley Show. Time for the dismount. Getting you ready for everything this evening. We've got uh, the Cardinals and the Packers are squaring off on a Thursday night. Great matchup. Great matchup. Okay. Uh, uh, You'll hear Troy Aikman, Joe Buck on the call. I I, I did see the Cardinals, Aaron, are going with the, uh, the black color rush uniforms. Okay. Those things are sharp. The color, the color rush uniforms, that all black look that Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals goes with. So let's take a peek at that, see what we think of that. Let's remember also tomorrow that, um, well, we got the Big 12 uh, cross-country championships, men and women. Ten women running for those. Uh, I believe seven men are going out there. Ryan Hodge, one of the men, Ellie uh, uh, Freezer is uh is one of the big time runners for the women and uh so keep an eye on that i've also aaron been looking at our our local uh some of the some of the uh barbecue restaurants that showed up on the top 50 i think our i think our friends at hellberg's did make it now i'm going to look tonight and and see because i want to honor all our central texas places that made it i'm seeing something about panther city barbecue that's over on. Uh, that's in Fort Worth. But I'm going to get all our. I'm going to get a list of all our places in Central Texas. Come see me tomorrow at Common Grounds. We're going to have all kinds of friends showing up there. We got a, a great guest lineup for you. That'll be tomorrow at Common Grounds, the best coffee shop in all of Waco and Central Texas. Have a great evening. We will see you tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big Twelve Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in Morgantown, West Virginia. The Mountaineers coming off a big win on the road over TCU. Finally back home and hosting 22nd-ranked Iowa State Saturday at 1. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. <laughs> 